The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. Luke chapter 5 verse 17, the Bible says that whilst Jesus Christ was preaching, the power of God was present to heal. Instant healing. Whilst Jesus Christ was preaching, the power of the Lord was present to do what? Was present to do what? So whilst I'm teaching the word, the power of God is present to do what? To do what? To do what? To heal. So therefore, I declare you healed when? Now. When? Now. Now. from glory to glory in the mighty name of Jesus. Now because it's our very first one, many of you are wondering what must I expect? Expect the move of the Holy Ghost. Expect to be healed. Expect to receive your deliverance. Because what you expect is what you will get. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Are you ready for the word? Yes. Okay. Um, there will be a lot of teachings and the power of the Lord will be present to do exploits. And whilst the teaching is going on, there will be also time of intensive prayer. Time of intensive prayer. So I want you to set your heart open. Because God is going to do something supernatural in our midst. In Jesus name. Turn with me please in your Bibles to the book of Psalm 107 verse 20. The book of Psalms chapter 107 verse 20. I read. It says, and he, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. And we are blessed by the reading of God's word. Amen. I want to teach on the message I have titled, Healing in his word. Healing in his word. The word of God is pregnant with God's intentions. The word of God is pregnant with God's intentions. And we all know that God's intentions are good. God's intentions are perfect. The Bible says in the book of James chapter 1 verse 17, it says every good thing and every perfect thing comes from above and it comes from the Father of light. So every good gift and every perfect gift comes from God. 
So if every good gift and every perfect gift comes from God, that means God's word is programmed with two things, with good gifts and perfect gifts. With good gifts and with perfect gifts. So therefore, Psalm 107 verse 20 says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their distractions. So that means the word of God is programmed with three things. Or when the word of God is going out, is going out with these three message. Number one, the word is sent. The word is sent. And when the word is sent, the word is sent for a specific task. The word is sent for a specific task. So for instance, if you're here for healing, the word will be sent for that specific healing that is tailored just for you. So the word, number one, is sent. How do we know that? Genesis chapter one, verse one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. How did he create it? With the word. Verse two says that, and the world or and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the waters. Verse three. And God said, let there be light. The moment God said that is sending. He sent his word in this instant for specific task. And that is to bring light. And what happened? Light appeared instantly. So today, your healing will appear instantly. It will not appear tomorrow. It will appear when? Instantly. Because when God sends his word, the word does not come back void. The word goes to accomplish whatsoever he sends his word for. And the word of God is faith. Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 1 to 3. The Bible says, now faith is, not tomorrow, when? Now. Now. So that means your healing is not for tomorrow. When is it for? Now. Now. Instant. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Verse 2, it says, for by it, by what? By the word of faith, the elders obtained what? A good report. So that means today, whatever situation you have come here with, you will go with a good report. You will go with what? A good report. 
because by the word the elders obtained a good report. By the word of faith, which acts now, which does miracles now, by that word the elders obtained a good report. Verse 3, it says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Through what? Through what? Through what? And what is faith? Faith is for Faith is for? Now. Is faith for tomorrow? No. Faith is for what? Now. So guess what? You don't have to wait till 9 p.m. before you receive your deliverance. Yeah. You can receive it when? Now. You don't have to wait till 9 p.m. before you receive your healing. When can you receive it? Now. 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 Luke chapter 5, verse 17, the Bible says that whilst Jesus Christ was preaching, the power of God was present to heal. Instant healing. Whilst Jesus Christ was preaching, the power of the Lord was present to do what? Was present to do what? So whilst I'm teaching the word, the power of God is present to do what? To do what? To do what? To heal. So therefore, I declare you healed when? Now. When? Now. Now. (laughs) So Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3, it says, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. By the word of God. So that means the word of faith has the power to frame your world. The word of God has the power to frame your world. What do you want in your world? Sickness? You can frame it. What do you want in in your world? Healing, you can frame it by the word. What do you want in your world? Sickness free for life, insurance, you can frame it by the word of faith. Because through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So you can frame a life full of vitality now. I said now. I said now. Do you know what Jesus told me? Jesus said any organ in your system that is missing, that has been taken away through operation, it will be restored during this healing school. Because God is the manufacturer. He manufactured you. He is going to give you brand new eye sockets. 
He is going to give you brand new liver parts. He is going to give you brand new kidneys. He is going to give you brand new hearts. He has it all figured out. Because listen, when you drive a Mercedes Benz and the car is faulty and you take it to a Mercedes Benz mechanic, they will put a new part manufactured by Mercedes-Benz. Is that correct? That's right. So guess what? The God who made you in his own image has many parts. Has many parts. When I married my wife, she didn't have some parts of her body because it was operated upon. It was taken away. One of her ovaries were removed. And on the day of proposal in that restaurant, she said, I might not be able to give you children. I said, in the name of Jesus, we decree that ovary back. I did not have to see it to know that it has been restored. Because of faith, I knew that she has a new ovary. It took 11 years for the doctors to discover that that ovary that was removed 15 or 20 years ago is there, brand new. So, what am I saying? Any organ of yours that has been removed through any form of operation... In this healing school, it shall be restored. That pain will go forever. Any some of you have metals in your body. Those metals will melt now. By the power of the word. Those metals will go and uh, a new bone will be formed in place of those metals. Because the word has a power to create. Says through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen are not made of the things which do appear. So, the realm of faith is more visible, it's more real than the realm of the seen. Before, because before the realm of the seen is manifest, it's already operating in the realm of faith, which is the realm of the unseen. In the beginning, God said, or God created, the heavens and the earth. How did he create it? He created it out of the unseen. God used faith to create the world out of the unseen. Now let me ask you this question. When God was creating the first man, was there a man on the earth? There was no man. There was no human being on the planet. But God created you and I. By his word. 
By what? By his word. By his word. So the word of God is programmed with his intentions. That's why Psalm 107 says, he sent his word and when the word was sent, the word was not just sent casually. I want you to get this. How many of you have been sent before? Have you been sent before? Anytime you are sent, you are sent to go and accomplish a task. Is that correct? If I ask you, go to that door and switch off the light, I have sent you. And I have sent you with an instruction. Guess what will happen? When you get to the door, what will you do? You switch off the light. Why? Because I have sent you. So when God sends his word, he doesn't just send the word to go and do nothing. He sends the word with his intentions programmed in the word. And the purpose of the sending is so that the word will go and accomplish a specific mission. So he sent his word and guess what the word was sent to do? To heal. The healing word is here tonight. I sent the word of God to heal you now. Say amen. Amen. I sent the word of God to deliver you now. I send the word to create new body parts in you now. I send the word to open up your eyes now. To give you revelation. To give you insight. To know what the word can do. So number one, he sent his word. Number two, the word was sent to heal them. How many of you know that the word went and did what it was sent for? (laughs) The word was sent to go and do what it was sent for. And it did exactly. You know, the word of God behaves this way. It's like a tomahawk missile. How many of you have heard of a tomahawk missile? one of the most advanced missiles that the U.S. manufactured was a Tomahawk missile. And the Tomahawk missile behaves in a very interesting manner because when it is manufactured, it is programmed with an address when it's about to be used. It is programmed with an address. And so when the Tomahawk missile is released, it goes to its programmed address. So this is how the Tomahawk missile behaves. When the Tomahawk missile is released, any obstacle in its way that is not programmed to be hit, avoids it. It avoids it. So when the Tomahawk missile is released and there are obstacles, guess how it goes? It goes wide, it avoids every obstacle, 
It avoids it, keep going, dodges everything. Why? Because it has been programmed with an address in mind. It has been programmed to hit a specific spot without fail. So anything in its way, it dodges it. And then it gets to the desired address and it hits it. And once it hits its target, mission accomplished. That's how the word of God behaves. When the word is sent, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. This is how the word behaves. When the word is sent, this is how it behaves. It says, for the word of God is quick. So when the word is sent, the word acts quickly. The word, the sent word, acts how? Quickly. Because within the word, there is no delay program in it. As a matter of fact, there is nothing that travels faster than the word. Not even light. There is no missile, there is no rocket that is faster than the word. Because the word moves Faster than anything because the originator of everything is the word. Everything was made by the word. So there is nothing that can be faster than the word. So Hebrews 4.12 says that for the word of God is quick. So the word is not slow. The word is not slow. The word is what? Quick. The word of God is quick. Your healing will happen quickly. Your deliverance will happen how? Quickly. Why? Because the word of God is quick. And not only that, the word of God is powerful. So, number one, the word is quick. Number two, the word is powerful. When, when we say the word is powerful, that means there is nothing that is more powerful than the word. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Help them to get this. There is nothing that is more powerful than the word. Why? Because everything we see was made by the word. So the word of God is quick. Number two, the word of God is powerful. Number three, the word of God is sharper. Oh, glory be to God. Number three, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. Some of you have seen some, uh, is this, uh, what do you call them? What's those? Samurai swords. It can cut through um, a thread. It can cut through a cloth. Very sharp. Very sharp. 
part, there is more, something more sharper than that sword. It's called the word of God. Amen. Number one, the word of God is quick. Number two, the word of God is what? Is powerful. Number three, the word of God is sharper. It is sharper than any two edges. So, and number four, piercing even to the dividing asunder of spirit and soul. Can you see? Can you see how it operates? It operates in precision. It's accurate. When I tell you the Tomahawk missile is programmed with an address, the word of God is more precise. The Tomahawk missile might hit its target, but it might miss a few inches. But the word doesn't miss any inch. The word is the more sure and sharper blade than any operation person can ever have. So the word is precise. It doesn't miss its target. Now as I'm teaching now, the word is working on you. It is precisely working where you need it. Precise. Without fail. Because the word is Quick, the word is powerful, the word is sharper, the word is precise, accurate. It doesn't miss its target. It has never missed its target. It will never miss its target. That's why it's able to divide between the soul and the spirit. There is no scissors, there is no blade, there is no knife that can divide between the soul and the spirit. Nothing. It's only the word that can do that. That's how precise it is. That's how accurate the word is. Some of you will leave here today. On Monday you go and do a test. That issue will be gone. Amen. Amen. Glory. Amen. That missing body parts will be there. Amen. The word divides between the spirit, the soul, and the spirit, and of the joints and the marrow, and is the designer of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Can you see how far the word goes? So, the word is programmed with an intention. And back to Psalm 107 verse 20. It says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their distractions. So, number three, the word delivers. Number one, the word is sent. Number two, the word heals. Number three, the word delivers. Any demonic spirit tormenting you, the word will deliver you tonight. Some of you have dreams at night. 
And when you have dreams, it happens in certain cycles of every month. And when you have that dream and you wake up, something that happens virtually every time you have that dream happens. Tonight, you'll be delivered from that. Amen. Any demonic dream that is messing you up, you will be delivered today. I said you'll be delivered when? Yeah. Say with me, let's release your faith. Say today, today is my day, is my day of, deliverance. of deliverance. Release your faith. Say today, today. say it like you mean it. Say today, today is my day, is my day of, deliverance of deliverance from any ancestral spirit. From any generational curses. From every generational covenant. I am delivered today. In the name of Jesus. Do you believe it? You are delivered. Because the word delivers. He sent his word. And healed them. And delivered them from their distractions. The devil wants to destroy you, but God wants to deliver you. So there is healing in his word. John chapter 1 from verse 1 to 5. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. See how important the word is? In the beginning. So there was nothing in the beginning before the beginning. In the beginnings of beginnings, the only thing that existed is the word. Take everything away from me. Just leave me with the word. I'll reproduce everything you have taken a thousand times. In the beginning was the word. The devil's number one strategy is to distract you from the word. Have you noticed there is one thing that makes you sleep when you take the Bible to read? That's the only time you sleep. Have you noticed? Oh, so you are, you are agreeing to it. So when you take the word, you sleep. But you take a big storybook, and when you're reading, you don't sleep. Why? Because in that storybook, there is no deliverance. There is no healing. The purpose of God is not programmed there. Are you getting it? So the devil knows that the moment you know what is written in the word, you will be liberated. One of the things during the slave trade era that they kept from people from reading was the word. Because within the word, there was that power to be liberated. So in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. Look at the position of the word. The word was with who? God. That should tell you how even God values the word. 
In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. What you have with you determines your values in life. If I come to your room and all I see is movies, 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 shoes, 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 clothes, 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 that's what you value. But when I come to your house and I see the word, you have every Bible, NIV, King James, New King James, Message Bible, Amplified, you have all of them. You have all the different translations. I know you value the word. But do you know that in this day and age, People don't buy Bibles anymore. They go to their shop and they see a Bible for 50 pounds. They say, what? Bible for 50 pounds? Too much. But you go shopping and you see a dress or a suit for 400 pounds. You just swipe your card. You just swipe your card. You don't say it's too much. All they put on that dress, it, it was 1,200. It's reduced to 400 pounds. I said, wow, 1,200 pounds? I'm saving 800 pounds? This is a good bargain. And you swipe your card. Your value system is wrong. How does faith come? Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So if you're going to become the word, you have to hear the word. You have to place value on the word because God himself placed value on his word. That's what the word was with God. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So the Bible that you are carrying, you are carrying God with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? The Bible is God. So every time you take the word, you have taken God. Every time you read the word, you read the scriptures, you read the words of Jesus, you read the words of God, that is God speaking to you. Every time you come to church and you hear the word being preached, that is God speaking to you. But you see, many people want a sign. They want the Moses experience. They want the burning bush. They want the burning bush. And say, Moses, Moses, the place that you're standing is a holy ground. Take off your shoes. No. No. Every time you take the word and you read it, you are reading God. 
Verse 2, the Bible says that the same was in the beginning with God. That should tell you how important the word is. The word was in the beginning with God. All things, verse 3, all things were made by him. How many things? Is it some things? Is it a few things? Is it 70% things? How many things? All things were made by who? By him. Him that means the word. All things were made by the word. So why do you think you can make something by bypassing the word? (laughs) Why do you think you can make anything by bypassing the word? Because all things, not some things, all things were made by the word. And without the word was nothing made that was made. That's how powerful the word is. So when you have a situation, the situation that you have is not new because that situation, the word has created that situation before. So if it's a migraine, the word created a perfect human being without sickness or diseases. So if you have a situation like that, all you do is take the word because all things were made by the word. All things. So if it was made before by the word, that means the word can make it again. If it is not there, That means the word can make it again because it took the word to create everything that we see. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So that migraine goes now, never to come back again. (laughs) It goes and never to come back again. Be generational, it's gone forever. That pain in your back is gone now. Never to come back again. (laughs) Glory be to God. All things were made by the word. That means there is nothing the word cannot make. There is nothing the word cannot make. There is nothing, absolutely nothing, the word cannot make. Did you hear what I said? There is nothing the word cannot make. You might have been called barren. The word can make a baby in your womb without your ovaries. Because God holds all things by his word. God can program a baby in your womb without a womb. Because all things were made by the word. And all things are held by the word. 
not some things, all things. All things. All things. Nothing can fail when you put the word to work. Nothing can fail when you put the word to work. Nothing can fail when you put the word to work. Oh, glory, hallelujah. I said nothing can fail when you put the word to work. What are you doing? Put the word to work. Send the word. Matthew chapter 8 verse 8. The centurion said, Jesus, you don't need to come to my house. Send the word only. Glory be to God. Send the word only and my servant shall be made whole. He shall be healed. Send the word only. What are you doing? Why are you not sending the word? How, how much will it cost you to send the word? How much will it cost you to send the word? Nothing. All you have to do is open your mouth and send the word. Send the word. Send the word. I send the word right now. Into every dry bone. Into every valley. Into any body part that is not there. I send the word of God. To create a new body part. Now. Any demon possessed person. I send the word now. You are made healed. You are free now. You are free now. I send the word of God now. And I declare you are free now. Just send the word. Just send the word. Just send the word. Just send the word. This generation must rise up back to the word because nothing can, can be made without the word. Without the word. Everything, all things were made by the word of God. Without the word, nothing can be made. Without the word, nothing can be made. Stop believing in gymnastics. Without the word, nothing can be made. Stop believing in deceptions. Without the word, nothing can be made. There is no man of God or no woman of God that is more powerful than the word. The word is Jesus. Philippians chapter 2 from verse 1 to 8. You don't have to do anything to help Jesus because Jesus is powerful all by himself. Did God need the help of any man or woman of God to create the world? What was created with the world? The word. 
So same Jesus being found in the fashion of man, he humbled himself and he became obedient unto death, even death on the cross. And because of that, God gave him a name which is above every name. And at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So the name Jesus doesn't need anybody's help to work. The name Jesus does not need anybody's help to work. The word does not need anybody's help for it to work. If the word needs the help of any man to work, then God is not God. At the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. The glory goes to the Father, not to man. So the name is powerful all by itself. It doesn't need the help. It doesn't need gymnastics. It does, the, the name doesn't need for you to say, in the name of Jesus, for it to work. The name of Jesus is powerful by itself. It does not need any gymnastics for it to work. How many of you have keys to your door? How many of you came from a house here? You have a house. Do you have keys? Yes. Did you lock your door before you came out? Yes. Guess what? If I take that same key and I know your house number and I go to your house and I put that key in your door and I turn it the right way, it will open. That's right. It will open. I don't have to pray in tongues. I don't have to put oil. I don't have to roll on the floor. The door will open. Because the key is powerful all by itself. All I have to do is put that key in and turn it. If I put that key in your car and I turn it, your car will not say, I I don't know you, I don't know you, I don't know you. No, no, it will respond. The car will start, I will drive it away, and you'll never know where it is. That's how the name of Jesus works. The name of Jesus doesn't need any theatrics for it to work. The word of God doesn't need any theatrics for it to work. Why? Because all things were made by the word. And without him was nothing made that was made. Verse 4 of John chapter 1. In him. In who? In the word. In the word was life. Mm, 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 mm. Not death. There is no death in the word. Something's about to explode now. There is no death in the word. The only thing that is programmed in the word is life. 
How many of you remember John chapter 11? Lazarus was dead for four days. Do you remember? Martha and Mary say, oh Jesus, if you should have been here, my brother would not have died. Do you remember? And Jesus said to them, only believe and you see the glory of God. And Jesus said, take me to where he is. They say, oh Jesus, it's been four days now. By now he's thinking. And that's the truth. By now he has entered into a point of no return. His cells are all dead. The heart is dead. He's entered into the last stage of death, which is a point of no return. But Jesus stood at the tomb of Lazarus. The word of life. Because in him is life. In him is what? Is life. And when he stood at the tomb of Lazarus, he said, Lazarus, come forth. And that life that was in the word went to the grave, went to the mortuary, went to the dead, went to where the dead Lazarus was, his spirit was, and the word of life brought Lazarus back to life. And we started hearing before we realized Lazarus, we could, they, everybody was standing outside the tomb. And before they realized they could hear, boom, 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 boom. Because remember, the Bible says that many people went with him and they were, they were laughing. They wanted to see whether this is going to happen. Oh, somebody came to this healing school today. You have been, they have been laughing at you, but after today, they will not laugh at you anymore. I said after today, they will not laugh at you anymore. Your healing, your deliverance is guaranteed today. They, they heard a noise. Go, go. By the time they realize, here comes the dead four days Lazarus. Dead back to life. I've come to announce to you, everything dead in your life is coming back to life. I said it's coming back to life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Same happened. The Bible says that Sarah's womb was dead. The body of Abraham was dead. But when the word was sent, the word which is living found the dead womb, brought that dead womb back to life. And that dead womb was able to carry laughter called Isaac. Anything dead is coming back life now. Because the word of life is here. Anything dead is coming to life now. Receive it. I said receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Anything dead is coming back to life now. It's coming back to life now. In the name of Jesus. Verse 14 of John chapter 1. And the word became 
flesh. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. Oh, the word will become flesh. So the word moves from a stage of spirit to a stage of flesh. A stage of tangibility. I said the word will become flesh in your life. (laughs) The word will become flesh in your life. In the name of Jesus. Rise up on your feet. You're going to put what you've had to work. Begin to pray now. Begin to pray. What do you want to see? Begin to pray now. 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 Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Pray, pray. Pray that the word will find manifestation in your life. The word will find manifestation in your life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The word is living. 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 It is living. The word is living. The word works. The word works. The word is living. Pray now. Pray now. Take hold of your blessing. Take hold of it. Take hold. Take hold. Take hold. Of what belongs to you. Take hold of it. Take hold of it. Take hold of it. Take hold. Take hold. Take hold. Let the word find manifestation in your life. 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 In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Every spirit holding you back is going now. It's going now. It is going now. Every spirit holding you back is going now. Every spirit holding you back is going now. It 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 is going now. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing. Receive your deliverance. Receive it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Take hold, take hold of what is yours. Take hold of what is yours. 
in the name of Jesus 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 receive your healing receive your healing the Holy Spirit is here 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 the power of God is here to heal to save to deliver to save to deliver to save and to deliver to save and to deliver today is your day of healing 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 is being made manifest now in the name of Jesus 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 receive your healing now receive your healing now receive your healing now receive your healing now receive it receive what belongs to you receive what Jesus purchased for you receive it 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 receive what belongs to you receive it now receive it now receive it now in the name of Jesus 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 receive your healing now 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 in Jesus name Jesus please be seated the word of God is programmed with God's right and perfect intentions Isaiah chapter 55 from verse 6 to 11 is it seek ye the Lord while he may be found call ye upon him while he is near let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let them or let him return unto the Lord and he shall have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. Verse 8. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not hither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it to bring forth and bad, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater, so shall my word be. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return 
void. But it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper in everything wherewith I sent it. So can you see the end result of the word? Every time the word is sent, it goes and prosper in that which it is sent for. That's why I said the word is programmed with God's intentions. Now we're going to look at the healing power of the word. And I want us to look at how the healing power is not limited by distance. The healing power in the word is not limited by distance. Matthew chapter 8 from verse 5 to 10. Matthew chapter 8 from verse 5 to 10. The Bible says that, And Jesus was entered into Capernaum, and there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy, and grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. I want you to notice this phrase. It's very important. This centurion's servant is sick, grievously ill, and he meets Jesus, and Jesus says to him, I will come and heal him. Now, Jesus is the word, right? So if Jesus is the word and Jesus created the world by just sending his word, Jesus should know that I don't need to go to this centurion's house to heal his servant. Isn't that right? But notice one key thing in verse 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. This, I want to elaborate on this a little bit. You see, most of the time, many people limit the healing power of God by allowing sin consciously to short-circuit the flow of the power of God. This is very important. I want you to follow this. Now, the Bible says that the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but send the word only. Now, when he said, I am not worthy, that means he is a sinner. Right? As a matter of fact, let's put it bluntly. He was an unbeliever. He was not saved. So if he was an unbeliever and he was not saved, that means he's a sinner. So that means the word is so powerful, it doesn't look at your sins and because of your sins does not heal you. <laughs> the centurion said, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak your word only 
and my servant will be healed. In other words, what the centurion is saying is that send your word. Send your word only and my servant will be made whole. Verse 9, the Bible says, for he said, I am under a man, I am a man under authority. Having soldiers under me, I say to this one, go, and he goeth. To the other, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Now, this centurion said he is a sinner. But one thing the centurion had understanding of is how the word works. The centurion said, Jesus, you don't have to come to my house. I'm a sinner. You don't have to come to my house. All you have to do is send the word. Because the healing power in the word is not limited by geographical location or by distance. I read a testimony from one of our members. It says, praise the Lord. Our God is good and faithful. With God, there is no distance. It says, my husband was very sick. And there were many obstacles for him to be operated. My pastor, our senior pastor, prayed with him on the phone. It was Sunday. The next day, they called him. They were saying it would take weeks. But with our God who answers prayers, he has been operated on and he's doing well today. He's back home. Thanks be to our God who answers prayers. Now this, this is a classical testimony of distance. This person was sick far away, thousands of miles away. But you see, the healing power knows no distance. How much more you are on ground? <laughs> the centurion said, Jesus, you don't need to come to my house. Just send the word. Because like I was explaining to you about the Tomahawk Missile, the word cannot be obstructed by anything. How many of you know that the word is Spirit. John chapter 4, verse 24, Jesus said, God is a spirit. And they that worship him shall worship him in spirit and in truth. Jesus said in the book of John chapter 6, verse 63 to 66, he said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. John chapter 6, verse 66. It says, the words that are from verse 63. Let's look from verse 63. It says, the words. It says, it is a spirit that quickeneth. 
the flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are what? They are what? They are what? They are what? They are spirit and life. And so, there is no distance in the realm of the spirit. Once the word is released, the word knows no distance. You are in this healing school. You are not going to be the only ones getting healed. Your families will be healed. Everyone you are standing in the gap for today, they will all be healed. Because the word knows no distance. Because the word is a spirit. And in the, in the realm of the spirit, there are no obstacles. How many of you remember when Jesus resurrected from the dead, from the grave? The disciples were eating together and all of a sudden their door was locked and Jesus showed up. He showed up among them. How many of you remember that? Because there are no obstacles in the realm of the spirit. You have to get this. In the realm of the spirit, there are no obstacles. So the word is a spirit. The word of God is spirit. So as I'm speaking now, it's working on you and all your relations. Anyone that hears this word on the podcast or what is it on TV or on live stream is being healed right now because in the realm of the spirit, there is no distance. There's a testimony right here that someone was prayed for on the phone and that healing, that miracle took place. There's another testimony of uh, another person who was diagnosed, who was in coma, about to die in two days or so. Right from here, all the way in Africa, I said, in the name of Jesus, she comes back alive. She was in coma. They were about to pull the plug for her to go. She was in coma, two days about to go. Right here, I didn't shout, I didn't do gymnastics, I didn't do anything. I said, in the name of Jesus, because you don't have to help Jesus. Jesus is powerful all by himself. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Yeah. And that lady who was in coma to die, she came back out of coma and she lived for many more years before she died. The doctor said she was going to die in two or three days. But just a simple word release, she will not die. She will live to declare the glory of God. And she lived. That's the power of the word. Because the word is spirit. Matthew 8, 8, the centurion said, Jesus, you don't need to come to my house. Just send the word only. 
Because when you send the word, the word has the ability to heal. Take a piece of paper. Write a list of people you want to be healed. Write the names of people you want to be healed now. Take a piece of paper. Wherever you are, take a piece of paper. Write their names. If it's you, write your name. You are already here, so you don't need to write your name because you will be the first person to partake of these healings. Write their names. Quick, quick, quick. The power of God is here to heal, to deliver, and to set free. No matter how far they are, they can be in Australia. They will be healed now. Some of them might be sleeping now. By the time they wake up tomorrow, their sickness and disease is gone. Amen? Amen. I said, by the time they wake up in the morning, all their sicknesses and their diseases will be gone. It will be gone. It will be gone. It will be gone. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Have you finished? Put your hand on that piece of paper and lift it up. Father, in the name of Jesus, by the reason of the anointing, the healing power of God, every name lifted up, every family name lifted up, whether in this country, out of this country, across the globe, wherever they are, I decree right now they are made whole in the name of Jesus. I decree that they are healed right now in the name of Jesus. That sickness goes and never to come back again. Those that are sleeping, they'll wake up tomorrow morning healed. Those that are at the hospital, right now in the name of Jesus, I decree that they are made whole. They are healed right now. They are set free in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 It is done. Give Jesus some praise. Let's celebrate Jesus for their healings. I said, let's celebrate Jesus for their healings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, the spirit of the Lord is here to do whatever your faith can accommodate. The spirit of God is here to do whatsoever your faith can accommodate. How many of you know that this water came from a source? And this water is 330 mil. That is what it could accommodate. How many of you know that the source of this water was more than 330 mil? 
a small there. But this bottle could only accommodate what? 330 milliliters of water. Why? Because of its capacity. The spirit of the Lord is here to do whatever your faith can accommodate. (laughs) This is powerful. So you have to release your faith. You have to expand the capacity of your faith to be able to receive. If you don't expand the capacity of your faith, you can't receive. Are you following me? If your capacity is only 10 mil, you only receive what? 10 mil miracle. And that's no fault of God because the spirit of God is without measure. Luke chapter 4 verse 18 and 19. Luke chapter 4 verse 18 and 19. The Bible says the spirit of the Lord, this is Jesus speaking. It says the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind. To set at liberty them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Good news. This is the acceptable year of the Lord. This year is the acceptable year of the Lord. And so now you have to release your faith to receive. And guess what? You are not going to release just any ordinary faith. Because it takes radical faith to take advantage of an atmosphere of healing and miracles. That's the kind of faith it takes. It doesn't take a casual faith. It takes a radical faith. Luke chapter 5 verse 17 to 20. Luke chapter 5 from verse 17 to 20. The Bible says that, And it came to pass on a certain day, as Jesus was teaching, there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee, and Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The power of the Lord was present to heal them. And behold, men brought in a bed, a man which was taken with a palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But they found no way. The Bible says that, and when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went up upon the housetop and let down through the tiling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said unto him, 
Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. This is radical faith. And can you see that Jesus saw their faith? Your faith must be evident. If you are going to take anything from an atmosphere of healing, miracles, and deliverance, your faith must show and it has to be what? Radical. You see, people who are gentle receive nothing from God. People who say, maybe tomorrow. Oh God, maybe today is not my day. Really? Who told you today is not your day? Do you think you own tomorrow? No one owns tomorrow. That's why it's so important for you to come in an atmosphere like this with a heart of expectation. Because your expectations will lead to your manifestations. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 18. It says, surely there is an end and thine expectation shall not be cut short. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. That word hoped for means expectations. Hope is in the future. So your expectations are set also in the future. Psalm 62 verse 5, it says, My soul waited thou only upon God, for my expectation is from him. Who is your expectation from? From God. Proverbs chapter 24 verse 14, it says, So shall the knowledge of wisdom be unto the soul. When thou hast found it, then thou shalt be rewarded. And thy expectation shall not be cut off. That means when you have expectation, nothing can stop your expectation. So let's go and look at two case studies of expectations and then we'll begin to round up. Acts chapter 3 from verse 1. Acts chapter 3 from verse 1. I read, it says, Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, laying from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple, ask an arms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Notice that, expecting to receive something of them. So expectation is so important. Verse 6, then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, I give thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. 
And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them in the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Today, somebody will live here praising God. I said, today, somebody will live here praising God. You came in here depressed, you will live here praising God. Every demonic spirit, any spirit of depression, any spirit tormenting you, it goes now in the name of Jesus. The stand, the Bible says that, and they knew that it was he which sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement that which had happened unto him. How did he get healed? Faith, expectation. You see, in this atmosphere, it's a very pregnant atmosphere. It's an atmosphere pregnant with miracles. An atmosphere pregnant with signs. An atmosphere pregnant with wonders. An atmosphere pregnant with healings. Now, what are you going to take out of this atmosphere? It takes expectation to draw. It's like going to a buffet. Eat as much as you want. Your capacity or your hunger capacity determines how much you can eat. Jesus said, they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, they shall be filled. So tonight, if you are hungry to be healed, you will be healed. If you are hungry to be delivered, you will live here liberated. You'll be singing songs of joy, fully liberated by the power of the name of Jesus. But guess what? You have the power to choose when to get healed. It's a choice. That's why Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 3 says, there is a time to to be healed. It's a choice. There's time for everything. There's a time to be healed. When do you want to choose to be healed? Now or next week? (laughs) Now or tomorrow? Now. The choice is yours. There's a time to be healed. But you, you can choose that time through expectation. Do you remember the woman with the issue of blood? Do you remember that woman in Mark chapter 5 from verse 25? The Bible says, A certain woman which had had an issue of blood for 12 years. I don't know how many, your, how many years your issue have been going on for. Maybe yours is only two months. Maybe only two weeks. Maybe 20 years. Maybe it's generational. Maybe in your family, everybody have gone through that. But today, it will end with you. Amen. By the power of the Holy Spirit, I said it will end with you. Amen. It will not go from here with you to wherever you are going anymore. You will live here rejoicing today. Amen. <laughs> because all things were made by the word. And this word that I'm breaking unto you are the words of Jesus. 
And expectation is the breeding ground for supernatural miracles. So the woman with the issue of blood, Mark chapter 5 from verse 25, the Bible says, a certain woman which had had an issue of blood for 12 years, and she had suffered many things of many physicians, and spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. You know, when you are desperate, you go to the wrong places. Never buy anything when you are desperate. Never buy a house out of desperation. (laughs) Never buy a car out of desperation. Never choose anything out of desperation because when you are desperate, you make all the errors, all the wrong decisions. And because she was desperate, she went to every physician in town. She went to every church. She went to every prophet. She went to every apostle. She went to every bishop. Some said you have to drink holy water from Jordan. Some said this is a blessed apple. You have to eat it and you'll be free. Some said you need a special bath and you'll be free. Out of what? Desperation. And there are vultures out there. There are, there are wolves out there destroying God's people because people are desperate. There are prophets out there who will lie to people and say, for you to be healed, sell your house, bring me the money, give me your car, do this, do that. Go and bath on, on the beach or roll on the beach Seven times and you'll be healed. That's a lie. John chapter 19 verse 30. Jesus on the cross said, it is finished. He paid it all for you. Affliction shall not rise up again the second time. Jesus paid it for you so you can be free. Galatians 3, 13 and 14, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, be made a curse for us, for it is written, curse is every man that hangs on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through faith. That we might receive the spirit, the promise of the spirit, through faith. So Jesus did it so you might receive it how? Through faith. So this woman was desperate. Mark 5, 26. She suffered many things of many physicians and she spent all she had. Have you noticed that when you're desperate you spend money without thinking? Because if they tell you go here, you go. I've seen people sold houses, all their houses, just to get well. Because they can't bear the pain anymore. 
They sold everything. This woman was in that predicament. She suffered many things of many physicians and has spent all that she had and guess what? She was nothing bettered, but rather she grew worse. But rather she grew worse. The Bible says that, and when she heard of Jesus, verse 27, oh, I love that. When she heard of Jesus, how do we hear of Jesus? Faith. How does faith come? By what? By what? By hearing and hearing what? Who is Jesus? Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. So Jesus is faith. So when Jesus, when this woman heard of Jesus, so she had faith, like you are hearing now. She heard of Jesus. She heard of Jesus. She heard of Jesus. Listen to what she did. The Bible says that she came in the press behind and touched his garment. This is actually supposed to be verse 28. So let's read verse 28 and we'll come back and read verse 27 and then it will make sense to you. Verse 28, she said, the Bible says, for she said, if I may but touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. So she heard of Jesus, she said to herself, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, if I touch his clothes, I will be made how? Whole. Complete. <laughs> Verse 27, it says, when she had heard of Jesus, she said within herself, Verse 28, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I will be made whole. Then she came from the press behind and touched and touched and touched. Oh, this is powerful. This woman knew something about the high priest that every high priest had to operate with a priestly garment. And the priestly garment is sold with the 12 tribes of Israel on it. So when the priest is walking, he's carrying everyone as his prayer item on his heart. Before I came to this service, I prayed for all of you. That none of you will live here the same way you came in. That's the responsibility of the priest. I prayed for all of you that by the time you live here, you will never suffer that affliction anymore. So this woman knew something about the high priest, that the high priest operates in his garment. So she said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, come, Hold this. Now, how many of you have washed clothes before? 
How many of you have washed clothes before? Some of you don't wash clothes. Those of you who have washed clothes, do you hang your clothes, not tumble dry? When you hang your clothes and you want to check, say you've pegged your clothes up, this is hung, and you want to check if it's dry, where do you touch? Where? At the bottom. Why? Because when you touch the bottom of the clothes, it gives you an information that the whole, the top is already dried. So the most powerful place of that cloth is the bottom. The bottom carries every residue. Everything that flows from the top is resided here. So when you touch the bottom of the cloth, you are immediately informed that this thing is dried. So this woman said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, why did she know that? Because Psalm 133 from verse 1, it said, how good it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It says, verse 2, it says, it is like the oil that flows from the head of Aaron through his beard, through the garment. And guess where the anointing resides? At the hem. The anointing resides at the hem of the garment. So this woman knew very well that if I touch the hem of Jesus' garment, the residue, the healing power that is there will cause me to be made whole. How did she know that through the word? Because in the olden days, the high priest had to wear the priestly garment and at the bottom of the garment, there are two things, bells and pomegranates. The bells symbolize the beginning of a season or the end of a season. Very important. Bells symbolize the beginning of a season or the end of a season. When you were going to school, before they start class, they'll ring the bell and everybody will run to their class. And then at the end of the school, they'll ring that same bell again and everybody will be celebrating. Yay, it's time to go home. But when they ring the bell, nobody celebrates that it's time to go to school. Are you following me? So the bell symbolizes the beginning of a season or the end of a season. Now the pomegranate represents two things. Fruitfulness and also reduces blood flow. The pomegranate reduces blood flow. So this woman said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment that has bells and pomegranates, which represents the beginning of a new season or the end of a new season and fruitfulness, this unfruitful situation of blood flowing for 12 years will come to an end. And the Bible says that the moment she touched it, she became what? Whole. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She became what? Whole. Somebody will be made whole here today. I said somebody will be made whole here today. Amen. 
just like that woman with the issue of blood, she touched Jesus and she was made whole. Are you ready to be healed now? Are you ready to receive your deliverance? Rise up on your feet. Just talk to God for a moment. Talk to God for a moment. Thank you. Talk to God for a moment. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
receive your deliverance now. In the name of Jesus. If you're here, you want, you want me to pray for you in any area, please come forward. You want me to pray for you in any area, maybe for you, your family members, just stand here and face this way. Your day of healing. 
Total healing. Complete healing. Complete healing. Complete healing. The spirit behind that attack. I decree right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It goes now. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, that's a manifestation of the power of God. Holy Ghost. From the crown of her, of her head to the soles of her body. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Her spirit, her soul, bones everywhere. Oh, Let the word do surgery. Let the word operate in you now. Let the word operate it. Let the word remove it. Remove everything that is not of God now. In the name of Jesus. Satan, bow now. Bow now in the name of Jesus. Do not hold this one anymore. This is a child of the most high God. I decree she is free today. She is free today. The anointing breaks yokes. The anointing breaks yokes. The anointing destroys yokes. It removes burdens. It removes burdens. It removes burdens generationally. They are removed now. They are removed now. You are healed now. In the name of Jesus. Come out now. Now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This is a daughter of Abraham. I decree she is whole now. It is done. It is done. The healing power of God. The healing power of God. The healing power. Anything the devil has planted. Any evil demonic spirit the devil has planted. In the name of Jesus Christ, I decree it go now. It goes now, 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 now. Anything hidden, 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 hidden. Holy Ghost, thank you. Holy Ghost, thank you. Take it out now. Take it out now. Take it out now. Flash of blood now. Flash of blood. Anything that is not of you, Father, heal him right now in the name of Jesus. 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 You are healed now. 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 In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you for your healing power. Your healing power. Let it flow now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, power. Power. Power of the Holy Ghost now. Let it flow through you now. Let it flow through you now. Let it flow through you now. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. Receive your healing now. In the name of Jesus Christ. It is done. It is done. It is done. It is done. 
Lay, lift up your hands. Oh, receive it now. Receive it now. Creative miracles are happening now. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, creative miracle, creative miracles, creative miracles, creative miracles, creative miracles, creative miracles, creative miracles, creative miracles. In the name of Jesus. my hands are laid on you. Creative miracles are happening now. They are happening now. They are happening now. They are happening now. Thank you Holy Ghost. Perfect it. New, 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 new body parts. 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 I call it forth. I call it forth in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, the Son of the Living God. I call it forth. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Your body functions perfectly from today. Perfectly from today. Brand new body. Brand new body. Brand new body. Brand new intestines. Brand new organs. In the name of Jesus. It is done. It is done. It is done. Lift up your hands towards heaven. May they continue praying. In the name. Today is your day. Your day of deliverance. It is over. The torment is over. The pain is over. That recurrent cycle is over. Devil, this is a daughter of the Most High God. You do not belong. She does not belong to you. She does not belong to you. She belongs to Jesus Christ. The Son of the Living God. You cannot possess her body anymore. In the name of Jesus Christ. I command you out now. Come out of it now. Come out of it now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No more torment. In the name of Jesus. Lose it, let her go now. Lose it, let her go now. Devil, lose it, let her go now. I command you to take your hands off this one. She, she belongs to Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. Lose her now. Lose her now, devil. Lose her now. Let her go. Lose her now. Let her go. Yeah, that's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. That's the power of the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, take over this body now. Spirit, soul, and body. Take over this body now. Spirit, soul, and body. Take over this body now. Spirit, soul, and body. In the name of Jesus. Generational curses are destroyed. They are destroyed. You will not self-harm yourself any longer. I come against the spirit of depression. 
I come against suicidal thoughts. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the devil now. You are free from today. You are free from today. The blood of Jesus covers you. The blood of Jesus covers you. I release the light of the glorious gospel to shine in your life from henceforth. It is done. Amen. Come on, rejoice. Come on, rejoice. Come on, give Jesus some praise. 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 Come on, rejoice. It is done. Rejoice. It is done. Rejoice. 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 Well, Baba. Rejoice. Rejoice. You are healed. 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 Oh, we thank you, Holy Ghost. So she came to church and then during the time of praise I said the power of God will heal and guess what immediately after the praise the power of God was so strong after the praise she left went home checked the lamp was gone it was gone the lamp which was there which was hard gone. Now, a few days later, she went to hospital for the doctors to confirm it. She went, the doctors checked, there was nothing. Before she came to church, before she came to church, the lamb was there. But through the praise, she got healed. Why? Because Psalm 22 verse 3 says, God inhabits the praise of his people. Listen, there were three sessions today. There was a time of the word, there was time of prayer, there was time of declaration, and there was time of laying of hands. That's four sessions. Now we are going to engage the fifth session, which is the last stop. Psalm 22 verse 3, put it up there. God inhabits the praise of his people. Now, whatever the word missed, the declaration caught. Whatsoever the declaration missed, the laying of hands or the prayers caught. Whatever the prayers missed, the laying of hands caught. Whatsoever the laying of the hands missed cannot miss God. I said it cannot miss God. 
Because Psalm 22 verse 3 it says, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabits the praise of Israel. So as we praise God tonight for the next eight minutes, we are going to praise God for the next eight minutes. And I want you to dance like never before. Amen. Amen. Because your healing will be perfected through this praise. Are you ready? Are you ready? All right, let's go. Ready, go. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.